Netball now and welcome in uh, someone that's well known on this side of the Tasman, even though she represented the other side of the Tasman, Kath Hubby Williams. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us, Kath. Pleasure. My children still remind me that we are half Kiwis these days. Well, that's very good. To, okay, you're half Kiwis and you're in charge of the Silver Ferns. Who's going to be your captain? Well, I don't mind not being process, but if I was to pick one, I'd go for Laura Langman. I think she epitomises everything that are you wanting a silver fern? She's been out of the mix, and they mix, missed her dearly uh, during the Commonwealth Games campaign. She's just been around, highly respected, and um, so I'd be putting my number three vote next to her name. What do you make of it? I've heard it in other sporting environments where they go to the players and they ask them to vote. What is your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't mind that. I mean, that's how modern-day sport is going, empowering the players to make the decisions. And, you know, you read a lot in the, the media, etc., about captains and who should be in and who should be out. But at the end of the day... We don't know what goes on inside that environment. Only the players and the coaching staff do. So you want to, even when you're in that position as captain, you want to know that you are there and the best representative of that group of players. So if they're the ones that voted for you, then you know that they've got your back and that you're the right um, person for that position. So I don't know. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I've seen it happen, especially in cricket, what I'm involved with, Kath. But, I mean, what about someone who's been a captain before, and I think if Trakina Gant in this situation, what happens if the vote comes back to someone like Rory Rangman? How do you think she'll take that? Well, I mean, it's a test of her maturity, isn't she, isn't it? But, you know, I know Katrina and what games and her fault. It was a team effort, but, you know, questions are asked following a capitulation like that. And so if she's voted out, and, you know, she has to make a vote, so she may well vote for a potential candidate in the end anyway and um, you have to be above and beyond that you've not been part of the team sport you don't always agree with things but you need mm. to go with a majority so you know I think she's mature enough to whoever's elected into that position and who knows it could still well be her but if it's not I certainly think that she'll stand right behind them and give them all the support that they need yeah, I do too, having met her a few times and had conversations with her. Uh, what about when it comes to the role in netball of a captain? Obviously, uh, off the park, uh, you know, involved in uh, decision-making, but also the leadership is needed within the players. What do you actually have to do on the field or on the court? What are the, what are the key roles for captains that play? Yeah, look, when you're in that position, and you know, I was lucky enough to be a former captain, you want to lead by example in terms of your performance. Um, and we, we know that all players that can't play at the peak of their powers week in, week out. Um, but number one, you do like to be one of the best players on court and leading by example in terms of performance you put out there. But if you're not having one of your best games, the next best um, provision that you can give your team is the use of your voice. Um, to still lead the troops, to still give them an understanding of what they need to do to lift them when the going gets tough and... You know, generally captains have been around for a long time and they know what to say and what to do at the right time. So as a captain, they're the sorts of things that you want to be doing out on the court. What do you expect from the Silver Fern side coming up in the games that they've played under at Nolan Tarua? It's going to be fascinating, isn't it? You know, they are under all sorts of pressure, um, but I'm a big fan of Nolene and I'm not sure that you can get instant success, but I have no doubt that there will be improvement and that's all you can ask for. Um, and, you know, it'd be really interesting just how this pod series pans out, how, how the England bounce back after what they did at the Commonwealth Games. Mm. Will they still be the front runners or will they move back in the pack and feel a little bit satisfied about what they did on the Gold Coast? Um, so it's going to be a fascinating series and we've had a few changes in the Australian team. The call at the Commonwealth Games and, you know, despite the result in the end, the, the team actually did have a really good Commonwealth Games. It wasn't a result that we expect from an Australian point of view mm. high standards. But they, 
they were the form team of the competition, but we were just beaten by a team that had a bit more grit in the end. So, you know, generally Australian teams bounce back and they, they don't get what they want. <laughs> um, so I think it's going to be fascinating to see how it all comes out. And also, I guess, South Africa in the mix and just to see um, how their development's coming along. Uh, so how do you judge that? When you, when you talk about improved performance, obviously scoreline's one. But from, you know, sitting on the side of the Tasman, when we watch the Silver Ferns play, what can we see to say, yes, we are seeing an improvement if the scoreline could easily be, you know, five, eight, ten goals, whatever it is? Yeah, you want a commitment though, don't you? I mean, sometimes a game is a lot closer than it shows on the scoreboard. And as fans, yeah. you can see that. Um, so I think that fans want to see a Silver Ferns team out there that is committed, that competes. Um, and competes right through the entire in the entirety of the game. So I think they'll know. They'll see if it's a silver fern that's still suffering from what happened um, at the Com Games, or they'll see a silver fern with new heart, new commitment, and, and that's what I expect. You know, they'll put it all behind them. They've got a new coach at the helm, um, and a few more experienced players in the group. So I expect that fans will walk away, and regardless of the result, that they'll see a team that is committed. And we all know that the World Cup is what it's all about at the moment. So, you know, there, there's a building phase going on. They don't have a lot of time, but they'll just want to see improvement and commitment because the silver things that we all saw on the Gold Coast was certainly not one that um, has hit the court, uh, well, in the time that I've been um, mm. around this sport. Yeah, what about Laura Ringman? What are her challenges having had such a big break? I mean, she's a fitness fanatic. I can guarantee she yeah. would keep that up. But, what you know, just those instinct parts of the game where you need to play and you need to be playing regularly to do, what does she need to be able to do and what do you expect from her? Yeah, well, I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because generally you'd say that a player will need time, you know, the touch, the speed of the game. She's been out of it for a little while and sometimes it takes a series or two to get on top of that. But Laura Langman's unique and I wouldn't be surprised if she slots straight back in and, and looks like she hadn't been away from the game at all. But, you know, it'd be interesting to see if that happens because we do expect a lot of her. She's not getting any younger, but, you know, she's a fitness fanatic and um, I don't think anyone matches her in that area and that will put her in a good position going into the, the series. But, you know, it will be interesting to see if she does uh, get hold of this, the speed of the game straight away or if she's like any other mortal and it takes her a few games and a few uh, to get under a belt to get up to speed so we'll see yeah i tell you what she'll probably have a little more anxiety than she's probably used to after so many test matches which will be a great thing because that's why as sports people we get out of bed at times isn't it Catherine? just tell me i read an interesting thing about nolene tarua with the taking the lightning she's obviously involved um through the communication channels with australian netball and also the player Mm -hmm systems, you know, with uh, the AMS, yeah. they call yeah. it. Uh, do yeah. you see that being a problem with what she's doing? And do you feel like she'll be frozen out a wee bit because she was, you know, obviously in direct line communication? Yeah, well, she might be a little bit in terms of, you know, getting the finer detail. But at the end of the day, our competition needs coaches like Nolan Tarua. Um, you know, at the very top, some would say it's not ideal, but she was contracted and fortunately enough, the Ferns and the Lightning have come to an agreement where she can do both. So, you know, I don't think it's an issue. She's a you know real professional. She deals with people in a positive way, and I think um, the Australian fraternity will show her the same respect. So, you know, mm. I think she'll be well and truly focused on both roles, and you know, she's probably one of the few people that would be capable of doing both. Um, but you know, she wouldn't stay with the Lightning if she didn't think that she could. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess you know, be involved in the same way that she had been previously. If she's going to be shut out, she would have said, "Well, I'm not doing it." Um, so I think they, they'll work through that quite easily.
Excellent, Kath Harvey Williams. Thank you very much for your time today on the DNG. And like you, we're all waiting with anticipation, hoping to see mm. a big, improved Silver Ferns performance. Thanks for your time. Okay, pleasure. Anytime.